This is the Farmington Feed, bringing you information from the city of Farmington. Hi, and welcome back to the Farmington Feed. I'm Corinne Hodgnicki, the city's communications specialist, and I'm hungry for another episode of the feed. Our guest today is Chief Rutherford. Hi, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you today? Great. You're here to talk about Toys for Town. This program has been happening for 35 years that we just figured out. And Chief has been with the city for 21 plus years and really enjoys community engagement in this town. Is that correct? That is 100% correct. All right, so let's get started. For those residents that have never experienced Toys for Town, can you tell them what it is? Sure. Toys for Town is a, it's a holiday, it started off as a holiday toy drive. It's turned into a little bit more than that, but each year, usually around November 1st, we start collecting uh, toys for disadvantaged families and we collect cash to provide groceries and to provide gift cards for the older kids that are a little bit harder to shop for. But yeah, we've been doing this for 35 years. The program grows a little bit each year. And So do you know how it got started since you weren't here when it did? 1988 was the first year and it was our chief of police at the time, Dan Siebenaller, knew of a family in town that needed some help on the holidays and he just decided on his own to, to, to help that family and the program at very you know humble beginnings and it, that's yeah. that's where it started but it, it grew exponentially from there just a small idea mm-hmm. so how long have you specifically been involved with the program i've been heavily involved in the program uh, since i became chief in 2018 i worked night shift primarily most of my career before that so i didn't have a ton of involvement yeah. in the program i knew what it was and you know helped out where i could but you know it's primarily a daytime operation obviously for sure so do you have any idea how many families this program has helped? Wow. We don't retain names or any you right. know, year-to-year records like that. Last year, for example, we served around 110 families. Okay. And it was somewhere just north of 400 children. Yeah. Wow. And that's been, those numbers have been pretty steady for the last three or four years. For um, sure. And it's, you know, when I first started in 2018, I want to say it was 85, 90 families. So, I mean, you can kind of do the backwards math there and see that it's probably into the couple of thousand families overall, I would assume, yeah, over, for sure. over 35 years. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. That's awesome. What intrigues me the most is wrapping day. I can't even imagine. Like, I actually like wrapping presents. Sure. I'm sure there's a lot of people that don't, but I'm sure there's people that are like me and do, and they show up. And how is that even start to be organized in I generally describe it more like organized chaos than anything. So not really organized. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> like I said, I mean, you have to imagine we have, you know, 400-ish children last year in this program. Each one of those kids got, I want to say it was six to seven gifts each because we had a pretty good pretty good year of donations with mm-hmm. toys. You know, so my math is terrible, but that's, you know. 24, 2,500 toys total that, wow. have, that have to get wrapped. So yeah, we have community members come out to the high school on, on wrapping day and they, they choose a family to shop for these gifts and they go pick out six or seven toys for each of the kids in the, in the family that they've, they've chosen. And then they, they wrap all these gifts. And I mean, we had the entire cafeteria at the high school is just absolutely jam packed with people and we have uh, Santa and Mrs. Claus wandering around. And uh-huh. Cri- I know, I've seen some pictures. Cri- Christmas carols playing in the background. And, you know, we bring all the supplies. Some families have been doing it for so long that they just bring their own wrapping paper and their oh, own wow. scissors. But we do supply everything. It's such a ton of fun. It's as much fun to me as anything that we do with the police department. Yeah. Well, okay, so you say they go shopping. Like, how is that even, like... 
Sure. Did you organize all the, the gifts by type or Kind of. Each of the last three, four years, our toy donations have been, if anybody's ever seen our, our green bins that we have around town, we collect all those up the week before wrapping day with all the toy donations that companies and businesses and whatever have. Oh, because everybody's collecting at different yep. places, yep. right? Yep. We have probably 40 to 50 different collection locations between city buildings and school buildings and churches and businesses. and But yeah, so we have to go around, we collect all those. And then the day before wrapping day, Friday afternoon, once school lets out, we transport all these toys. Oh my gosh. What do you do? To, how do you do that? We actually have Jim Ross from Happy Harry's comes with his big uh, furniture moving truck. And, oh, okay. And we, uh, we load them all from the police department into his truck. And the last few years, it's taken a couple of trips. Get them all to the high school. And then we drag them all back to big open space. And we essentially set up a giant toy store. We do our best to, you know, with all the volunteers that we get to try and sort the toys into uh, appropriate age groups and by gender and whatever. Yeah, yeah. So you know when you pick a family on wrapping day that, okay, I've got a five-year-old boy and a an eight-year-old girl so you know to go to the to boys, those tables go yeah. to the boy side and look for something appropriate for a, a five-year-old i think that's kind of cool that you have a family like shopping for a family yep yeah for right. sure like that makes it kind of personal i guess i think so yeah uh clean up i can't even imagine clean up like <laughs> like wrapping like my my house is a mess when i wrap like uh-huh. and this is a whole what cafeteria gymnasium wherever you are like of mm-hmm. wrapping like how long does it take to clean that up? <laughs> uh, you know, we've been doing it long enough that we have it down to a little bit of an art. The school's very good. They've always got multiple janitors on site for us, you know, with the giant rolling garbage carts for all the mm-hmm. scrap wrapping paper and mm-hmm. cardboard tubes and yeah. and all that. So it really doesn't take long. Well, we're there well before 9, but wrapping day officially starts, starts at, at 9. 9 o'clock. And we're usually out of there by noon or so. Oh, okay. And we have everything all packed up and... It doesn't mean that we have it reorganized back at the police department. It usually just goes <laughs> into a storage area for a week while we all decompress. But Yeah, okay. And then, then what happens after that? So you have to put it in storage, and then how do you get it to the families? No, the, uh, the what goes into storage is all our supplies. All your whatever. supplies. Yep, okay. yep. The toys themselves, once they once a family chooses, you know, they go shopping for their, mm-hmm. for their adopted kids, for lack yeah. of a better way to put it. Shop for the kids, wrap the gifts. If they choose, that family can choose to deliver those gifts to the address associated with that family. Oh, okay. If not, they leave the gifts in a section of the cafeteria for us, and we'll deliver them. The fire department comes oh, out okay. and, and helps deliver. Our SWAT team sends people out in their, their vehicles to deliver. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a super cool it's thing. It's getting everybody involved. Yep, absolutely. So how many volunteers do you usually need on wrapping day? Typically, we're north of 100 families. Last year, it was about 110. Ideally, we would have 110 groups that would come out and wrap so that each group can get one family. Some years, we have way more than that. Some years, we have fewer volunteers. When the years we have fewer volunteers, a lot of times, families will, once they finished shopping and then wrapping gifts for a family, they'll say, we'll say, hey, if you want to do another family, we got 10 more here to choose from. Right, right. So many people are just willing to, absolutely, they'll do it. You know, like I said, it's, it's as much fun as anything I've been involved with 
in Farmington. It's it's just such a it's one of those events that'll really fill your cup if you let it. Where I where I came from, there was like random police departments that would post stuff and say, you know, we so and so adopted a family and we helped them out, blah blah blah. But this like this is so much bigger than that and how awesome it is that this community can come together and do something this big for so many people. For sure, for sure. And I would never discount anything that uh, any other department does. God bless them for doing that. But this is I don't I don't think other people outside of Farmington realize, you know, what a heavy lift this is. You know, we're a small police department, you know, we're thirty members strong with our with our non including our non sworn staff and this is a it's a ton of work between essentially between now and and the end of the year. It's uh, it's going to occupy a lot of our time and for it's, sure. But it's it's so worth it. I mean, we get I know. we get emails every year from some of the families that benefit from this program, and it's just it just reinforces why we do it. For those that don't like to wrap presents, I know there's some out there. Sure. How do they help? Well, I mean, there's any number of ways uh, somebody can help. You can help by do- donating toys. You can help by donating cash, because, like I said, the cash will go towards Visa, you know, Visa cards for the older kids that are, frankly, don't want toys. Obviously, we buy a holiday meal for each family from the Bourbon Butcher. It comes oh, in, awesome! Comes in a meal kit so they can have a proper, you know, you know, really nice holiday meal. And that's good food too. Yep. Oh, for sure, <laughs> for sure. But it's not free, so right. you know. We need monetary donations. Last year we raised, it was just a tick over $40,000 to make all this happen. So yeah, you can donate toys. You can donate monetarily. If you want to help with, you know, if you're not into wrapping, you can help deliver if that's something you would want to do. We could always use help the Friday before, like I said. And, you know, if you've ever seen the volume of toys that we have, sorting that that is not in any, you know, simple task whatsoever. You know, I mean, getting them in the in the room setting up the toy room so you have a whole crew for that too for sure yeah that's uh you know that's a two three four hour project in and of itself with you know getting all those uh those big green bins emptied and then sorted and then appropriate you know there's no way we don't have a place big enough to appropriately stage them you know i'm sure anybody in retail would just shake their head at what we had going on in there but (laughs) but yeah so we, we could always use help with that Okay, and then they can reach out to the department. They want to donate or For want sure. to help and volunteer. If they're doing a monetary donation, do they just come to the department? or? Yes, they can just swing by the police department anytime uh, we're open, Monday through Friday, 8 to 4.30. Happy to, if I'm there, happy to come out and shake your hand and meet you. Awesome. I always like to ask this question <laughs> about everything. What's the funniest thing that's happened during Toys for Town? Maybe wrapping day, maybe just... You know, setting up. Or... Sure. Every year somebody tries to wrap something that's got no business being wrapped. Oh. You know, over the years we've had, you know, like bicycles donated and somebody will take a run at actually wrapping. Trying to wrap Trying it. to wrap a bicycle. Wrap uh, the unwrappable. It was last year or the year before we had this giant stuffed unicorn that got they got donated and oh, somebody yeah. wrapped that. And I mean, it was just funny when they came walking out with it all wrapped because everybody <laughs> knew, oh, that's that giant stuffed unicorn. They knew what it was. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. It was just a giant stuffed unicorn shaped in wrapping paper. Yeah. It was, yeah it well, it's funny. like when I wrap my kid's hockey stick when he got a hockey stick. I mean, you know right. what it is. Yep. It's for a hockey sure. stick. <laughs> yep. What else is there that we didn't talk about about this great event? Uh, actually, this year we are in the process of working with the Open Door, who's been working with the Rambling River Center to distribute food every. Is it every Thursday? I think it's the third Tuesday third, of the month. Two, yeah, 
we got connected with them and we've been discussing the idea of, you know, we provide as a part of this program to each family, you know, this nice holiday meal. But we thought it would be nice when we got connected with Open Door to try and figure out how we could get them some additional groceries to get them through the rest of the holidays, for yeah, example. Yeah. So, so it looks like that's going to be a go. I mean, we're going to have to figure out the logistics of it all. But the Open Door has been super great to work with. They're all about joining this program. So we always look for some way to tweak the program each year or try and improve it. You know, it's if you're not going forward you're going backwards yeah so. yeah there's always something you can do different for sure to make things easier for people too i'm excited to see it the one one other thing we'll need to mention is how they contact you the phone number it's 651-2806 toy correct correct and then we have the toys the number four town at farmingtonmn.gov yes so whether you're a family in need or you want to volunteer or you have monetary donations you can always contact the police department for any questions, correct? Absolutely. Okay, perfect. Thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, it's my pleasure. I'm just glad that I got to know a little bit more about this event. I'm excited. I'm excited to wrap. I'm looking forward to it as well. Before I wrap up today's episode, I want to share a few upcoming Winter City events. Turkey Bingo will be held at Fire Station 1 on Saturday, November 11th, with doors opening at 4.30 and bingo starting at 6. Bingos win turkeys at this event. Saturday, November 18th is a busy day for our solid waste and recycling guru, Violet. In Rosemont, there's a fix-it clinic at the Robert Trail Library from noon to 3 and an outdoor winter clothing swap at the Rosemont Community Center from noon to 2. Bring your items that need repair and or bring some items you want to part with or pick out something new to you. Although these are in Rosemont, Farmington residents are welcome to participate. The famous Trains and Treats event is scheduled for Saturday, November 25th at the Rambling River Center. Enjoy a fabulous train display and tasty Twinkie trains. Come visit with Santa, too. Trains are 9 a.m. to noon. Twinkie trains are 9 to 10.30. And Santa is at 10.30. This event is sponsored by the Rambling River Model Railroad Club. And finally, the Secret Holiday Shop will be on Saturday, December 2nd, from 9 a.m. to noon at the Rambling River Center. The Holiday Shop has gifts for all ages and will even do the wrapping. Children shop, wrap, and label their own gifts with assistance from volunteers. It's so much fun to see what your child will choose to buy. Children of all ages are welcome. No parents allowed. Parents can take this time to the downtown area and support local businesses. For information on any of these events or programs, be sure to check out our website at farmingtonmn.gov or our Facebook page. And that concludes this month's episode of Farmington Feed. Thank you for listening. We look forward to connecting with residents with this podcast. If you have any feedback, guest requests, ideas, email me at communications at farmingtonmn.gov. Don't forget to subscribe to the Farmington Feed wherever you like to get your podcasts. Thank you.